0: and let me remind you if you ever have any home or finance related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you. And you can reach out to me directly, 800 306 1990 800 306 1990 or Just remember that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me first. There are no operators standing by. I am it. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. While I do have a great team, when it comes to developing a financing plan, or plan to save you money, I personally work with you. Even if you don't have any needs today, save this number in your phone for future reference 800 306 1990. And yes, we celebrate every day on Ron Segal Radio. There's always something to celebrate when we are in the United States, beautiful country. We're going to talk about some interesting subjects today, but we're still going to always do a little bit of celebrating. Let's take a look and see what we are celebrating today, because I think that I saw some pretty good ones. Now, here's, you know, I, I, I don't know. Now, here's the, here's the rub of this one. And I, I don't know. I can't even see where you are in here, Josh, because uh, today's Be Bald and Be Free Day. Yeah, so this one, uh, this is for me. I'm, I'm celebrating and having beaten anorexia. Well, I'm going to also go with today is National Dessert Day. <laughs> I like that one. So we've got uh, National Dessert. Oh, I like that. Nice. Got the graphics going and everything today. The team's doing on uh, double time. Looking good. Uh, let's see. So, so, what what is the favorite dessert? So if you're looking at our socials today, we've got this graphic that Josh has here, but I've got another one also that I I had, and you know, I I have I had a problem with this today. I I didn't know exactly what to do, and I'm I'm usually pretty on it, so I usually have a good grip on things, but I didn't know if I could figure this one out because Big National Dessert Day. Josh, can you can you? Uh, I don't know if you're able to even grab this. Uh, other graphic that we got from the from uh, Geneva. I don't know if you've got that there, but it, you know something. I might be able to share my screen here and just show this up here uh, because ah, uh, uh, <laughs> we got to pick one. I don't know if we can pick one. So here's the options: cake, ice cream, pie, brownies, cheesecake, or cookie. Now, having beaten anorexia, I went with all six. Right. I, I wasn't gonna, I'm not there's there's no way that I'm just gonna go with one of those. But hey, put it in the stream. If you're watching us on as we're recording in the morning, I know that if you're watching the ABC News and Talk AM 1490 video feed, you can't put the comments in there. Right. But if you're watching us as we broadcast live in the morning, Edna, I'm with you all six, Edna. We're to, we're together on this one. All right. So if you're watching us, put the comments in the feed. We're this is an interactive broadcast. I like for you to have some commentary and, and let me know what you're thinking and if you like us and by all means help us out with the algorithms, regardless of where you're watching. Like us, uh, thumbs up, subscribe, all that good stuff. I don't I don't even know all of them, but I don't know. Josh probably knows more about that stuff than I do, but do all of them, right? So that's uh, we we appreciate that. That helps us out. Let's move right along and see what the markets are doing today because this is a home and finance show when we talk about anything that affects the roof over your head on your bank account. So right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 504 points. That's a, a good number if you're into the markets. We talk about that on a regular basis. Josh, I know that you're an Amazon fan. Should we look and see what it's doing today? AMZN, I think is the symbol for Amazon, up 2263. So Josh is uh, Josh is smiling in the background. Okay, S and P five hundred is up sixty eight eleven. The Nasdaq is up two hundred thirty nine points. Oil up thirty four cents a barrel. I'm not going to tell you. I told you yesterday what oil prices, gas prices were doing. It is painful. Gas prices are so high that I couldn't even go down to see our friends from Solutions of Change in Vista. Right? I mean, how do you do that when gas prices in California are four and a half dollars a gallon? Unbelievable. Uh, crazy. But, but we'll keep on moving moving along and seeing what else is going on. The bond market looking pretty good for us today. The 10-year treasury down two basis points, 151.6. Germany, the 10-year bond is still negative. Give them your money for 10 years. You don't get it all back. So, And it's planned that way. How do you like that? It's planned that you don't get all your money back. Uh, moving right along. I, I you know, it's... It's fascinating. I'm, I'm glad. Look, if you look at the screen, if you're again watching us on RonCigarRadio.tv or any of our social channels, ABC News and Talk AM 1490 Video Feed, you can obviously tell that Chris Megason is not with us, and we're thrilled that we have the other. These ladies came in to, to to replace Chris. So when he listens to the replay, he'll probably throw something at me. But I'm glad that I'm glad you ladies are here, and and we ditch. We call this Ditch Chris Day, right? But in, in alignment with some, and I, Chris and I go back a long time and we've got this both, we both have this great fondness for how wonderfully our federal government and our state government do things. So if you look out off the coast of uh, Orange County, no, I'm not talking about the oil spill. We're not talking about that today. There's probably 80 or 90 ships that are sitting out there off the coast. They're anchored, that's what caused the problem with the oil, right, is one of the ship's anchors dragged the oil uh, pipeline. But there's about 80 ships out there sitting there that they can't get into the port. So about three or four months ago, the president made a great decision.
1: It is what it is.
0: So he decides, okay, we're going to set up a commission generally a commission that translates in the federal government is we want to put this on the back burner and do absolutely nothing. But he sets up this commission to figure out how we can solve this problem because it wouldn't look good if we get to the end of the year this year, Christmas time, and there's no toys in the Christmas aisle because they're out there on these ships. So the president came up with a bright idea yesterday. he said, we're going to open up the port of Los Angeles, the port of Long Beach, and we're going to work 24 hours a day and we're going to get these ships unloaded. Wonderful. Do you think that's going to get those containers onto trucks? Oh, wait a second. There's no trucks out there. Where are we going have, what are we going to do with all these containers? They've got you know, thousands of containers on every truck, on every ship. Where are they going to put them? Where are they going to stack them? What are they going to put them on? How are they going to get them to the trains? How are they going to get them on the trucks? How are they going to get them to your local Walmart, Costco, Target, wherever they're going? Oh, wait a second. It's the federal government. They don't worry about that part. They just say, you know something, unload those things, put them somewhere. We don't care. At least we won't see them every day in the news off the coast. Does that sound familiar? Now, our subject today is, my opinion, California has no desire to solve the homeless problem no desire at all, right? They talk about it. They might want to put a bandaid on it. I've, I've shared with many, many officials over the last, I don't know, five, six, seven years that Chris has been coming on my show. I don't even know how long it is anymore, that Solutions for Change has solved the problem, right? They've solved it for a segment of the population if people will follow what they've done. But when I say go down there and talk to Chris, go down and take a tour, do you think they really listen? Do you think they do that? No. Why? Because what they're, they're the goal is of every politician, and thank goodness i have have a bunch of them come in here. There's none here today, so I'm okay to say this. Well, of course I say it when they're here too. right? The goal of the politicians, politicians have one goal and one goal only, re-election. Right? That's all they care about. So if they come out and they say, that they want to solve homelessness, or they're going to do something about homelessness. Well, it doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. They just did something. doesn't matter whether they solved a problem or they don't. They put a Band-Aid on a problem, and they hope that it doesn't get in front of a camera any longer. That's the goal of the politicians. So when we bring these things to light, I mean, I'm sure that by the end of the afternoon today, Josh, you're not going to get to see this. But I'll get all kinds of hate mail today saying that, that that's not what the politicians are and California has a different... Really, California has a different solution. The state that says that we have to put boys' and girls' toys together... You know, the biggest problem we've got in the state of California right now, right? And I know the way the problems, right? How do you know the problems? Right? It's like when people tell me they don't have time to do something, I say, let me see your calendar. And they've got nothing on there. They say, this is my... My biggest uh, agenda item, and, and this is where I spend my money. Let me see your checkbook. Well, California, what are the number one problems? Well, it's the things that they're doing in Sacramento, right? So our biggest problems are single-use ketchup packages, right? Because we can't have those anymore. Plastic utensils. Single use mayonnaise package. We did this the other, we did talk about these the other day. These are the biggest problems we have in California. Unbelievable. Right? So it's just crazy what we're seeing going on because they're not looking to solve problems. If they wanted to solve problems, they'd be listening to Ron Siegel Radio today because we've got some folks that are solving the problems. We've got some people that basically know exactly what they're talking about. Why do they know what they're talking about? Because they've been there. So if you want to hear more about solving homelessness, you better stay tuned today, because we're going to chat a lot about it. And yes, I do see you on LinkedIn. I see your comments, Um, and we're going to look at those in the in the in the break. And because some of them are pretty long, so I can't can't read them all. But we're going to talk this morning. What do past years tell us about today's real estate market? And I don't know, maybe we'll do this better outcome segment. Maybe not. Josh, we'll see what we what we feel like. I, I give Josh these cues while we're on air. You can reach me anytime. Our offer at number 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990 or ronsigleradio.com. Facebook.com forward slash ronsigleradio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast. Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral 1 on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Are you
1: like many of your neighbors trying to figure out how to pay off your debts so you can retire someday? Build bigger savings. Invest in opportunities. Visit rsrnodebt.com. Debt will destroy 50% of Americans from being able to retire earlier and with more. What if you could have a guaranteed program that could show you how to eliminate all of your debt in 10 years or less, all without having to spend more each month than you spend right now? Yes, that's correct all without spending more from your checkbook each month than you are today. Get your free analysis today to see if you qualify. Visit rsrnodebt.com. Log on today for your free analysis, rsrnodebt.com. No purchase necessary. The free analysis takes only two minutes, rsrnodebt.com. Ron Siegel Radio is your home and mortgage connection. Go to rsrnodebt.com
0: 3061990 800 306 1990. So surely 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 I see a part of the name coming through here Josh told me uh, big comment here we're gonna get I'll get to this in just a second. I can't see the whole thing uh, because part of it's cut off on the bottom but we'll we'll look at it and see what makes what we need to talk about here but hey i want to get to the mortgage minute brought to you by our friends at geneva financial when you're ready for that next home loan geneva's got the programs and the products you just need to make the call 800 306-1990-800 306-1990 let's take a look what's the dow jones doing right now dow jones has been going crazy i mean it's been on a roller coaster it's it uh If you're one of those people that invests in the stock market, boy, I don't know. Either you've got a strong stomach or, I don't know, a a very, very strong sense of zen. But the Dow's up 501 points right now. The NASDAQ is up 244 points. The S&P 500 is up almost 69 points. Ten-year treasury down four. Mortgage-backed securities are up 16. So... Up 16 now, as you know, all of that information is readily available on that super secret website, google.com, right? You can find it all right there. Why do you come to Ron Single Radio? Because I'm telling you why this stuff's happening. Well, we got initial jobless claims this morning, measures individuals filing for unemployment benefits for the very first time. It was reported at 293,000 claims for last week. This represents a decrease of 36,000 from the previously revised report, Of 329,000 claims, it was below expectations of 320,000. Producer Price Index measures inflation at the wholesale level reported for the month of September. The headline PPI or figure was up a half a percent, which was in line with expectations on a year-over-year basis. PPI increased by 0.3% from 8.3 to 8.6, which was below the 8.7 estimate core ppi which strips out food and energy prices increased by 0.2%, which was below expectations of 0.5. year over year core ppi increased by 0.1 from 6.7 to 6.8. Now think about that. Those are the those are basically inflation numbers, but they don't really hit the inflation news. Basically because sometimes the manufacturers can absorb some of that. So that's the issue right there. That's the mortgage minute brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial. So this morning, uh, probably once or twice a year, I am fortunate enough to share on air an organization that I, I really, I really, I I admire. I guess that's the best way to put it solutions for change. And we've had uh, some of their, uh, What's the right What's the right term? Time achievers or uh, I don't I don't even I don't know the right term. I'm I'm just overcomers. Uh, overcomers. Okay, yeah. that's a better term. All right. So we've had some of their overcomers come on the broadcast with us, and and Tanya, tell me before we get into chatting with uh, Jenny and Jennifer, tell me a little bit about the organization, how long it's been around, and what what the process is.
2: Sure. Thank you, Ron, and um, hi everybody. So, Solutions for Change has been around for 22 years. It was founded by Chris and Tammy Megason. Um, They were working with one uh, with homeless men, and they started to see these families show up into a shelter. And Chris was touched by a young girl who was sleeping on the floor with all these homeless men, and he said, "This isn't right. We need to we need to make a change." And Beyond just giving a shelter for these families to go to, Chris and Tammy recognize that the most important thing to help these people to to live a better life was to really address the core issues. So that's what Solutions for Change does. We have a 700-day academy that focuses on personal well-being and growth as well as workforce development so that our people who are once homeless, they can retain a job and it's a great job in a field that they love as well as start to pay their bills, pay their own rent. Um, They also work on many um, are in recovery when they come to us. So there's a lot of personal work that they do. And then also um, they're They become active members of our community, which is a big part of our program is giving back to um, the community in which they they work and live and and play. So um, we have empowerment coaches who work with um, the students of our program and they give them coaching. They take classes and again, they uh, provide workforce skills so that they can be productive members um, of our society.
0: One of the things that really excited me, Tanya, when when uh, when I've gone through this with Chris, was how he does, his, uh, how the, the organization, I should say, really monitors their success. And I don't know when it happened that Chris realized that the recidivism rate was too high and modified the program. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, we have a very comprehensive tracking system. So it's not just tracking number of beds and blankets and burritos given, but it's really measuring the transformation of an individual. Um, and we We've been doing this tracking. We have a a special system that we've created that actually measures, um, you know, their success uh, over not only the two years, but also once they graduated from the program. So um, our students who get to 500 days in our program, that's about uh, 75 percent. And then those that graduate from the program is about 93 percent. So our overall retention of, of individuals that we help get from, you, you know, homelessness to employ productive citizens is about 80% um, in, a, in, you know, in the community, which is completely reverse. Um, you know, there's usually about with most other organizations or, you know, in, in other type of homeless shelters, it's about 80% recidivism. So um, it's a complete reverse of that.
0: That's a, that's, a, that's a great story, right, when you're able to go and reverse it. And, and that's why I've been very, very uh, proponent when I talk to a lot of elected officials and saying, hey, if you were serious about wanting to solve the problem, you know, copy what they're doing at Solutions for Change. It's, it's a pretty simple, simple issue. I, I'm a big believer. I'm, I'm a, a simple man. And if somebody's figured something out, why do I have to try and reinvent the wheel? So let's uh, let's move along. And, and Jennifer, tell us a little bit about your story, if you would.
5: Uh, hi, uh, I am. My story is much like anybody else's. Um, I have a long line of drug addiction, um, generational addiction, uh, no life skills. Got my kids taken away by CWS. Um, you know, kind of just lived in the churn of it. And I want to say it's not even about homelessness. You asked why we wouldn't solve it. It's because it's it's all monetized. You know, homelessness, the industry is a huge money moneymaker. Um, and, and that's the simple answer. You like simple answers. That's the most simplest answer that I can give. Uh, but as far in terms of me, it wasn't until someone had, uh, I had some accountability. Someone was like, Hey, you're better than that. And then treated me like I was, was I able to believe in myself and help stop that churn of dependency and victimhood and all the different aspects that come along with that. So 12 years clean and sober. Um, people told me my whole life that I could not stay clean and I could not do this and I could not. And so I believed that for a long time. So it wasn't until I came to solutions that we changed that narrative. Right. And so I change it for myself that I'm able to change it for my kids. And that's how we create other overcomers by helping them change their narrative. And that's, you know, that's the cyclical turn that we want to enforce. That's the positive turn.
0: That's some great information. So 12, 12 years clean and sober after, you know it's it's, ama- it's amazing the power of the mind. Yeah. Right? Before before this 12 years you're sharing, you said, you know everybody was telling you that you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it. And eventually we start believing that you can't do it because that that's what we're told. And now after 12 years, do, you, do are people still telling you you can't do it?
5: Um, there will always be people that tell you that you can't do it, but now instead of holding on to that and letting it feel like any sort of deficiency or, or defects, I let it uh, encourage me. Now I like to be told that I can't do something, because so I'm like, well, watch me, because I absolutely can My track record shows thus far I can create a pattern of behavior that actually helps propel me to move forward and to do better and be better every single day, so... But so that, the the that, new narrative is that I can, for sure.
0: <laughs> that word "can't" is really more of a motivational word for you to to, if if you choose, to prove that person is wrong because uh, because now you've got the power over over whatever you're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. That's great. We're going to come back and talk with Jenny about her story when we when we come back. We also have a going to chat a little bit. We've got a real time real estate story we will chat about as well. If I can find what the headline is, what do past years tell us about today's real estate market. And I don't know, Josh, we may not get to a better outcome segment today, but we'll, we'll give it a shot. One, one less thing for you to worry about, right? All that and more, you can reach me anytime. Our off at number 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990 or ronsigalradio.com. Facebook.com forward slash ronsigalradio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, shame on you but the replay is available. Ron Siegel, one on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Are you a renter and tired of making monthly payments? Paying off someone else's mortgage? Hey, it's Ron Siegel here to help you stop renting and start owning your dream home with amazing low interest rates. And you could potentially qualify for a $500,000 home for less than $5,000 out of pocket. So stop renting. Start owning with Ron Siegel. Learn more at ronsegelradio.com and start owning today.
1: Are you like many of your neighbors trying to figure out how to pay off your debts so you could retire someday? Build bigger savings. Invest in opportunities. Visit rsrnodebt.com. Debt will destroy 50% of Americans from being able to retire earlier and with more. What if you could have a guaranteed program that could show you how to eliminate all of your debt in 10 years or less, all without having to spend more each month than you spend right now? Yes, that's correct all without spending more from your checkbook each month than you are today. Get your free analysis today to see if you qualify. Visit rsrnodebt.com. Log on today for your free analysis, rsrnodebt.com. No purchase necessary. The free analysis takes only two minutes, rsrnodebt.com. Ron Siegel Radio is your home and mortgage connection. Go to rsrnodebt.com
0: What do past years tell us about today's real estate market? As you follow the news, you're like, likely seeing headlines discussing what's going on in today's housing market. Chances are that some of the more recent storylines you've come across mention terms like cooling or slowing when talking about where the market is headed. But what do these terms mean? The housing market today is anything but normal. And it's still an incredibly strong seller's market, especially when compared to the few years leading up to the pandemic. With that in mind, what can previous years tell us about today's real estate market and if it's truly slowing? We're still seeing an above average number of sales. You may have seen headlines about a drop in home sales, but are those headlines telling the full story? The most recent existing home sales report from the National Association of Realtors, does show a drop of about 2% from July to August. But the month-over-month month decline doesn't provide the full picture. So if you're watching us again on Radio.tv, ABC News and Talk AM, 1490 video feed, or our social channels, you're seeing a chart of existing home sales exceeds pre-pandemic levels. As the graph shows, historical context is key. Today's home sales are well ahead of some of the more normal years that led up to the health crisis. That means buyers are still in the market, which is great news if you're planning to list your home. Houses are still selling faster than usual. When headlines mention the market is slowing, sellers may naturally wonder if their house will sell as quickly as they'd like. According to the most recent Realtors Confidence Index from the National Association of Realtors, homes are still selling at record speed. And you can see that on the next chart we've got up there that Josh has up right now. Again, if we look back at data from previous years, We can see the average time on market, 17 days. means homes are selling faster than a normal pace. Bidding wars are still the norm. The Realtors' Confidence Index from the National Association of Realtors also shows a drop in the average number of offers homes are receiving in August. And many headlines may simply focus there without providing the important context. Again, it's important to compare today's market to trends from recent years. Currently, the number of av- the the average number of offers per listing is higher than 39 of the previous 45 months. That means the likelihood of bidding war on your home is still high, and the number of offers for your house receives can have a major influence on the final sales price. So, is the market slowing down? While there are slight declines in various month-to-month data, it's important to keep historical context in mind when determining what's happening in today's market. Odette Kushi. Deputy Chief Economist at First American put it best recently saying it's not the white hot market from earlier in the year it's not the 2020 market benefiting from a wave of pent up demand but make no mistake this is still a hot housing market unquote bottom line don't let the headlines make you rethink listing your home this fall selling today means you can still take advantage of higher buyer demand multiple offers and a quick sale if you're thinking of selling your house give me a call 800-306-1990 Let's chat about it. Let's see what makes sense for you and for your family. That is the real time real estate segment, again, brought to you by the area trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. So, we are chatting this morning, our friends from Solutions for Change in the house today. We had a good conversation. Uh, We learned a little bit in the last segment. Uh, we were ch- we were chatting with Jennifer about her story, solutions for change. So if you missed the last segment, you missed a lot. Uh, and I'm going to just share a couple of comments here before we get to Jenny and her story. 80 to 85 percent of doo-doo-doo. let's see if we can find. Um, Let's see if we can find uh, my. I lost my thought here. Well, Josh, you put in here somewhere so you could. Shirley Husser, Husser I don't know. I'm sorry, Shirley. I don't want to uh, butcher your name, but Shirley made a couple comments in here for us that, and apparently Shirley's in Monterey County. So 90, 80 to 85 percent of, of African American homeless people in Monterey County percentage of black or American African American people. Homeless is more than seven times higher than the county's black population,
3: hmm.
0: nearly six times higher at state level. Uh, while only three and a half percent of the people living in Monterey County identify as Black or African American, twenty-five percent of the county's homeless population identify as such. Crazy, just amazing numbers. I, I can't get the whole message on there, but I think Jennifer hit it on the head in the last segment, and I I love what you said there, Jennifer, because it is unfortunately so accurate, right? Homelessness is makes people a lot of money, right? And there's a lot of companies, a lot of groups that are making boatloads. Um, so it's it's a shame that we're worried about the financial side. And and there's people out there, I know there's some that are trying to do things the right way, but maybe they just don't know how, right? And I know I've talked to Chris about the state gypping uh, solutions for change out of money. And my opinion, not Chris's, cheating them, right? But that's a different story for a different day. Jenny, tell us a little bit about yourself and your story, please.
3: Sure. Um, I uh, My name is Jenny Burton. I'm from Washington State. I I just recently came down here to San Diego County to keynote speak at Solutions for Change annual gala that's happening this weekend. There's going to be a lot of exciting news that's going to be talked about over the next couple of days during a couple of events that they're having. So I'm really going to encourage all the listeners and watchers to um, to look into that. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be sharing links um, in this show somewhere so that people can register for the event, both um, on um through Zoom or whatever platform they're using or actually show up to the event. So it's gonna be a really fantastic time and a whole bunch of great stuff is gonna happen. So I just wanna share that first. Um, Chris Megason actually found me on LinkedIn back in June, I believe it was. Um, My story went viral all over the world and it's still continuing to gain momentum. Um, I, similarly to the overcomers that have been being guided and uh, built up through the program of Solutions for Change. Um, I too have a long history of addiction, um, incarceration, uh, abuse, domestic violence, um, and an experience of homelessness. I made the decision at age 40 when I was arrested and facing my fourth prison sentence to do whatever it took to turn my life around. I had absolutely no foundational learning. I had no understanding of uh, what it meant to navigate life in the way that I am today, but I was committed to making that happen because I was really tired of what I was choosing in my own life. And there was a period of time during my third prison sentence that I recognized that the things occurring in my life were the result of choices that I was making. So because of that, it gave me an opportunity to recognize that I could choose differently. Now, in saying that, I want to say that it was not easy to turn my life around and it definitely didn't happen overnight. It was also not a linear process. But when I finally made the decision to first stop using drugs and alcohol, it gave me an opportunity to build my life up in a lot of other ways. So I sort of piecemealed a program together for myself in my own life um, that allowed me to be exactly where it is that I am today Um, and and. Because of that, and, and because I made the decision to also live out loud, I'm I'm involved with a number of people through social media that I've known for years, people that are in and out of the prison system, people that are stuck in the throes of addiction, people who are, I guess, victimized by their own vulnerabilities. Um, I've tried to live out loud to show them that there is a way out. And in that process, I happened to stumble upon... Um, Some opportunities where I was involved in some social movements and some documentaries in the city of Seattle, Uh, I became friends with a newscaster and we were trying to highlight some of the problems that are very similar to a lot of what's going on here in California, specifically San Francisco. And apparently, according to what I'm learning about down here in San Diego County, um, that, you know, those problems exist here as well. And it seems to be a movement that's happening across the nation and a lot of metropolitan cities where where we as a society are enabling the destruction of our society members, of our citizens, of the people that are occupying space here. And we're allowing them to spiral out of control into the depths of destruction and um. And we're calling it compassion and love because we're not interjecting. And and that's what Solutions for Change is doing. They're interjecting in these processes and allowing people to find out who they are, guiding them to sort of defragment their fractured personalities and existences. And and as a result, like you get the opportunity if you come here to this program and you take a tour and you meet the people, the people that are serving and the people that are being served, they're being raised up to serve other people. You get the opportunity to see the humanity. It has really just unfolded like a lot of people that we get the opportunity to see at Solutions for Change and um, and I was able to uh, happen upon a platform that allowed me to try to be a voice for as many people as I can in this country. So uh, so I'm really excited to be here, and thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show. And I'm also really grateful to Solutions for for finding value in my story and allowing me to spread some hope.
0: So how how long? Give me give me a little bit of a timeline because I know that you mentioned that um, that you made a decision to uh to, to make a change, how long ago was that?
3: Um that was almost nine years ago. December sixth of uh, two thousand and twelve was the last time well, actually, December fifth of two thousand and twelve was the last time I put drugs into my body. Uh, I've been clean and sober for um, eight years and ten months. On December sixth, I'll have nine years. And I had a long history of addiction. I was introduced to drugs at a very young age. I was seven years old. My mother introduced me to drugs. Wow. And I was um, in active addiction for 27 plus years.
0: 27, 27 years. So what was, what was the impetus for you to make that decision? I mean, did you have help making that decision? Did you just um, have a, an epiphany? Or, or how did you make the decision to, to, to change?
3: Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, There are a lot of different things that occurred throughout my life. I spent a significant number of years in and out of incarceration. Um, The police were very, very beneficial in helping me to set my feet in action to actually realize my decision was possible. Um, Thankfully for me, when I was in addiction, I was able to be arrested. I was really grateful for that. But it was a number of years, you know.
0: Um, Jenny, give me one second because I want to. I want to continue this idea yeah. because there's a couple of things that you made comments there that um, I don't think a lot of people will, will uh, ever hear. You know, because you you mentioned earlier that you were incarcerated and that you're grateful for the police help. But I want to dig into that when we come back. You're listening to Ron sure. Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. Uh, we're going to, Josh, we are going to skip our better outcome segment as, uh, as I kind of thought we might. I shouldn't have even put it in there, but we did. Uh, so we can talk more with Jenny when we come back. You're listening to Ron Singer Radio discussing real estate current events, current events, current events. All right. We'll be back in, in uh, just a few.
1: licensed under NMLS 217037, Equal Housing Lender.
4: You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron.
0: Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That's my message and I will there every day on Ron Single Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990. So as I mentioned, we are going to not do our Better Outcomes segment. If you want that information, we'll put it up there. We'll probably try and fit that into Monday's broadcast, maybe tomorrow's broadcast. Because I want to spend more time with our guests today we we're we're talking to our friends from solutions for change. Jenny Burton is on with us. Uh, we've been chatting with her about her story. and it's a fascinating comment that she made and uh, Jennifer concurred with back while while we were on break. And we don't hear this very often, but we need to, right? and And in retrospect, both of the ladies made the comment that they're grateful for the police. right? And you wonder sometimes, Jennifer, I'm going to ask you this real quick, and then we're going to get back to Jenny. So, do you think that if it wasn't for the police intervention, do you think you would have lived this long?
5: Oh no, absolutely not. Because it just along with addiction comes domestic violence, and i've I've had my i've had that happen numerous times. So they've come for me, and they've come for other people. So I would not be alive at all if it weren't for them.
0: It's amazing. Yes. And and people want, don't want to thank the police for what they do. And, and I'm a big fan of the police. So I thank them every day for what they do. But Jenny, let's get back to your story. You're mentioning the same thing in, in your comments. You're you're grateful for the police and what they were able to do for you. This is not a police broadcast. We're, we're talking about solutions, right? So that can be the first step if, as recognizing a problem, I think most people say, is one of the early steps of, of solutions, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I think so. Uh, and for me, you know, just to sort of backtrack a little bit to finish answering the first question that you asked about, you know, was it an epiphany? was it one thing. I, you know, when I initially used drugs, it was against my better thoughts. I knew that my dad had went to prison for drugs. I knew drugs were bad, but I was pushed into this situation. And so there was always this sort of contradictory experience that I had, but what I learned in time and, you know, and as a seven-year-old kid, how much consent do you actually have? Right. It, for me personally, it was really about seeking in the acceptance of my parent. But what I learned in time is, is that, um, that it, it actually solved some of the things that I was experiencing. It helped me to manage certain things and, and it, it became patterns just like anything else. And so then if we move forward to, the comment about the police um you know i i i recognize that uh it's not a popular subject but I, i'm not really concerned about popularity i'm concerned about solutions i'm concerned about being really honest because uh the police and criminal justice um involvement allowed me time and space to separate myself from the addiction and if i continue on that thread and i make it really clear. That regardless of the victimization toward me in my life, I became a perpetrator and drugs created a significant amount of deviance that was really expansive in a lot of ways. And I became somebody that was victimizing people in the community. So it was very necessary for me. And I was my story is not unique. Um, It's very common. I learned a lot of the behaviors that I participated in from other people that had long histories of addiction and, um, you know, what What happened for me is, is I got the opportunity to be separated from the drugs and the environment. Now, that's not to say that we don't need reform in policing, that we don't need reform in, you know, incarceration. But I'm going to tell you that society needed to be saved from me. And that's one of the things that we're not really focusing on right now. We're not focusing on are the citizens in the world that aren't participating in this sort of, um subculture of drug use and crime like are do they deserve to be victimized and so we have to look at things holistically in my opinion so i am very grateful for the police i've actually over the last number of months really in in over a year because i've been on a few pretty meaningful documentaries in seattle have gained some pretty cool friendships with some police and detectives and things like that uh one guy in particular, a Belby police officer, uh, invited me to the station and I actually get to do jujitsu workouts with him sometimes. And he's a fantastic human being. So, you know, and everybody's just trying to address and solve problems in the way that they see fit. But when it comes to solving problems in the lives of people like myself or Jennifer, What we have right now in society is we have a whole bunch of people. And I just spent a couple of years on a college campus with a lot of these folks. They're being raised up. They're being indoctrinated to these narratives that are coming from people that don't have lived experience. If people with lived experience are not participating in the conversation, the policy being created around it is going to be so far off from actually solving the problem that we're going to continue to spiral out of control in my humble opinion.
0: Well, I love it. Now I know why you and Chris get along so well, because I, I've, I've always known Chris to be really, really mild mannered and wow. appeasing and, and uh, go with the flow and really worried about what everybody else had to think.
3: Yeah, that's me too. We've realized that we're maybe twins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but I know you're a lot prettier than he is, but I'm not supposed to say that on, on, on. Well, thank you more. very
3: much. Thank <laughs> you. I'm pushing 50 so that I will welcome all of those compliments. <laughs> nice.
0: So, you know, it's, it's we need to we need to get a little bit into you know, how do people you know, you're doing this you're you're down here from Seattle. Are you here part-time or are you just passing through or is there More a solution for change revealed,
3: Seattle? Pardon? More will be revealed. I cannot disclose all of the secrets that will be let out this weekend.
0: Wait a second, we only have 7 listeners.
3: Well, unfortunately, as we know, the game of telephone usually travels very quickly. I can tell you that I was on a news show with a guy in Ohio when my post first went viral, and we thought that we were safe because we were waiting for the Como News 4 segment to come out, but we still had about nine days. In less than 24 hours, that thing was all over the news stations in Seattle. So as much as I appreciate the lack of listeners this morning, I know that by the end of the day, it's going to explode into something
0: else <laughs> okay 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 so we'll 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 stand by and hear what you have to say so tell us a little bit about the event and what's uh, what's going on with with the program i saw and this all started you know sometimes i'm not i'm not always a big fan of social media but you know chris and i kind of trade information and i saw that uh a couple days ago i saw that or a week ago i saw chris made a put a comment on there that you have some interesting information coming up and an event coming up. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, and I'll probably not be as good at telling you about it as Tanya would be. But tomorrow we're – and there's a National Overcomers Network. Uh, The website is up. There's uh, a Facebook group and an Instagram group. So, and what's happening is is that the folks from Solutions for Change have sort of spurred something that we want to take national, and they've invited me into this network, so Um, So we're going to be doing a kickoff tomorrow. It's going to be a huge media event. It's going to be fantastic. And then on Saturday, uh, the Solutions for Change Evening to Remember annual gala is going to be happening and I'm going to be the keynote speaker. We have some other special guests that are going to be there as well as a whole bunch of amazing overcomers that were grown up right here locally, which I think is fantastic. Um, Archie, I can yeah. Archie's that's already okay. So Archie Williams, who is uh, he's a man that was wrongfully accused and spent about thirty six years in Angola prison down in Louisiana. Who was also on America's Got Talent. He's going to be um, singing, I think, maybe at both events, but I don't really know anything I've missed. Tanya can totally fill you in.
0: So Tanya, we need to get a couple. I only have about a, about a minute left, so we need to know. Because I know that uh, Solutions for Change gets so much support from the state and federal. How do we help?
2: (laughs) No, (laughs) that would be community funded. Uh, We're private sector funded mainly. And that's so that we can actually implement and deploy our program the way we want to without creating this dependent churn um, that society has created, our government has created. But um, to just jump on to what Ginny has said, uh, uh, talked about, it's going to be a really exciting event tomorrow, the National Overcomers Network media launch. You can um, go onto the website, you can register. It's about two hours starting at one o'clock. We have some Featuring some special overcomers, but what this network is about is giving a voice to people like Jenny, to, like Jennifer, who have different um, challenges that they've had in their life, different vulnerabilities that they have risen above those bu- vulnerabilities, and they've overcome those situations, and they are now, you know, able to hopefully affect policy and affect you know, the way that society sees and acts on these, you know, different areas from homelessness to drug addiction to, you know, um, incarceration. And um, this is just the start.
0: Well, I'm glad that we've got some people with a voice and actually people that are out there that don't really care about being politically correct and get out there and, and say what's really happening and how we as a society can really help to solve the problem. So... Tanya, I appreciate what you're doing over there at Solutions for Change. Jenny and Jennifer, I'm really thrilled that you guys have uh, are succeeding and, and moving forward, sharing your story, being mentors and a voice for a problem that's out there. And as always, we ask, set your first radio preset button to come back here and join Ron Seal Radio, where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Very big thanks to Sean and John. <laughs> Josh and Sean, who are engineering us today. Easy for me to say. Glad it's the end of the week. And, of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Single Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime. 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990 or ronsingleradio.com. And remember, make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron C Radio. Oh, miss something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before
1: I
2: go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere.
4: Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
3: Lucky?